Hey, this is Heidi Dawson. If you love all things health and wellness and style of any kind, hang out here with me each week. I'm obsessed with never-ending improvement, and it's all in an effort to help each one of us live a wildly successful lifestyle. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Hi guys, welcome to episode 413 of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast. Welcome to any of my new listeners and welcome back to my friends that have been with me for a while. Either way, I'm glad you're here. So my whole life I've had this dilemma or I felt felt like I kind of had this dilemma and I wonder if you feel the same way. So I've always seemed to have two parts of me. So one part that wants to do something and the other part that says, let's not, (laughs) you know, the one that wants to eat the healthy food only and the other part that thinks that sounds terrible or the one that wants to conform to get along and the other part that wants to do life on my terms. Do you find this to be the case for you as well? I mean, when I was young and trying to be a good daughter, we all try to be good daughters or sons, right? Part of me would say, Just go along with their ideas and beliefs. That way your life will be so much easier. But the other part would say, hold up. But you don't believe the same thing. You don't believe the way they do. So you have to follow your heart. Or part of me would want to be part of a certain group of girls. But the other part was weary because I didn't get a real good vibe from that group. The more you think about that, what I'm saying, the more you probably realize you've had the same dilemmas yourself. The question is, which one do you follow? I mean, we all have these two parts of ourselves. The one we were born with, that's our natural tendency, our true self, and the one we created to be acceptable to the world. And we have the one that would never give up on us, and the one that throws in the towel at the least resistance. There's two parts, and one of, them, one of them is the one that we were born with that's powerful and interesting and constantly learning, and one is a mask we wear that we present to the world, which isn't great usually because that's the one that has been shaped out of maybe your mom and dad's beliefs or what you learned in school or on TV or social media or from your peer group. It's shaped by your life experiences, whereas the one that is born with you it never really changes. Its whole purpose is to see you reach new heights, to see you be happy, to see you have anything in this world that you want. I read a post recently from Andrew Tate. I don't love all his stuff, but I take the things I love and I discard the things I don't. That's a novel idea, isn't it? (laughs) Anyway, Andrew's post said, there's a version of you that never scrolls social media never watches TV, trains like an animal, and works on his business every second of every day. He's like a dog on a bone, laser focused. He's your most competitive self. Is it really too hard to decide to be him? Now, he's definitely eccentric, but we do all have a version of ourselves that is really powerful and knows exactly what we want and knows exactly what we need to do to get what we want. But then we also have that part that wants to protect us and hide and hibernate and withdraw and be comfortable. We both have, we all have that. We all have both. The question is, which one makes most of the decisions in your life? It's not hard to know the answer to that. You just have to look at the results of your life. So how do you know which part of you is making the decision and also which decision is the right for one for you? I was talking to my little sister Molly about this this week and she was saying she's found that her gut reaction, like her initial thought about something is usually the correct one. And I, I think that's true. But I also have found that another option to know which part of you is making decisions is to just ask yourself. 
think about this when you're trying to make a decision. If no one else mattered, if you were making the decision and no one else would know or care, which decision would you make then? I've used that several times and it's really good because when you take the other people idea of what they think about you out of it, you can really see where your head's at. I read once that if you have a big decision you need to make, that you really need to see through the decision in your mind and ask yourself which one would you kind of be disappointed in if that's the one you decided on. Oh, I, that's that's a really good thought. One of Molly's friends was talking to my husband, Eric, this last month about a dilemma she had about job opportunities. They're actually, it's a quality problem. One of the, pro, one of the opportunities was more money and had a built-in career path. But the other opportunity, it's a little less money, but it was her passion. You see, she was so torn about which one to choose. And he, he told her, he said, you need to think one, each one through. And it, is there one that you would feel a sense of disappointment if you took it? I thought that was great advice. There's guidance everywhere we look. There's never-ending guidance. There's no end to the amount of advice people want to give. And, and we so often seek that advice out. A lot of times it's helpful. But the best guidance we could ever ask for is our own internal guidance. It actually, it usually doesn't fail us, but you have to be open to hearing it and you've got to be willing to listen. Part of us always wants to take the path of least resistance, but as my favorite always, Tony Robbins says, the path of least resistance and comfort is never going to make you happy long-term. Your self-esteem, your self-worth, it's based on you doing something hard and pushing through. That's why participation trophies don't make kids better, happier, why people who are now working from home are less happy than at the height of COVID. Tony said during COVID, people thought they were depressed. But post-COVID, it's gotten worse because people have decided they want the comfort of staying home all the time. But now they just feel isolated. Your self-esteem is based on what you do for yourself and your ability to grow. And part of you is always going to want to not do that. It's the doing it anyway that moves the needle in the direction towards a happier life. My challenge to you today is to, is the next decision you have to make, little or big, ask yourself, what's your initial gut answer to it? What would you do if no one else knew or was affected by your decision? And is this decision based on what's easy and keeps you comfortable? Or is it on what's challenging but will take you to new heights? There's a constant battle within us to stay comfortable or to do hard things and grow. And that battle is in your head until you actually make a decision. And then it starts creating results in your life. Doing what's comfortable becomes a habit, but so does doing what's hard. The littlest steps create momentum in either direction. A lot of us stay in comfort to survive, but at some point we get tired of just surviving. At some point we want to thrive. And in order to do that, you have to break out of always doing what's comfortable. Share this with three people who you'd love to see to grow to new heights this next year. I love you guys. I'll talk to you in a few days. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together. And I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.